everybody, welcome back to the Look It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by LastRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing Friday the 13th, the 1980 film. Friday the 13th is a 1980 American independent slasher film produced and directed by Sean S. Cunningham, written by Victor Miller, starring Betsy Palmer, Andrean King, Harry Crosby, Laurie Bartram, Mark Nelson, Janine Taylor, Robbie Morgan, and Kevin Bacon. It follows, the plot follows a group of teenage camp counselors who are murdered one by one by an unknown killer while they are attempting to reopen and abandon summer camp with a tragic past. This movie is working on a budget of $550,000, just over half a million dollars. It's, it's a crazy low-budget independent film released right in the middle of the beginning of the 1980s summer, May 9th, running at 95 minutes, super slim running time. Prompted by the success of John Carpenter's Halloween 1978, director Cunningham put out an advertisement to sell the film in Variety in early 1979 while Miller was still drafting the screenplay. After casting the film in New York City, filming took place in New Jersey in the film, sorry, in the summer of 1979 on an estimated budget of half, little over of half a million, uh, half a million dollars. A bidding war ensued over the finishing film, ending in Paramount Pictures acquiring the film for domestic distribution while Warner Brothers secured international distribution rights. Released in the middle of May 9th, 1918, sorry, 1918, 1980, Friday the 13th was a major box office success, grossing in $59.8 million worldwide. Critical response was divided, with some praising the film's cinematography and score while numerous others derided it for its depiction of graphic violence, chi-chi-ha-ha. Aside from, uh, from being the first independent film of its kind to secure distribution in the U- U.S. of a major studio, its box office led to a long series of sequels, a crossover with the Nightmare on Elm Street series, a 2009 series reboot, a direct sequel, Friday the 13th, Part 2, was released one year later. I just wanted to do this podcast right here, right now, because it is Friday the 13th. Let's go! So the main reason I wanted to do Friday the 13th uh, podcast was because it is Friday the 13th. It hasn't been here. It hasn't been Friday the 13th since 2017. And... Uh, It's a classic of a movie. It's one movie I haven't covered. It's a little bit slower than I remembered, but I still enjoy the hell out of it. It's for the classic that it is. And, of course, you got the Kevin Bacon of it all. I mean, how could you not like it? So, anyways. um, Yeah, the Friday the 13th has spawned, like, uh, over, what is it, 10 different sequels. Most of them ranging from not that great, but some of them 
um, they can be fun. They uh, have different genres within the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth uh, elements of it. The whole Jason Voorhees mask of it all just evolves further on into the franchise. I'm trying not to talk too much about it without getting too detailed about it, but essentially, the Friday the Thirteenth original movie just brings in the lore and it doesn't bring most of the iconography that you think about the Friday the 13th movie until later on in the franchise. Um, This one's more about the executions of what's actually happening to the plot of, you know, these teenagers, you know, they, they've been fucking up, but, um, anyways, I enjoy the Friday the 13th movie. The original was a little bit slower than most of the, you know, the original, like, Elm Street or the original Halloween or something like that. But, um, or even something, obviously, like The Exorcist, the all different types of Halloween, uh, sorry, all different types of horror. But, um, essentially, Friday the 13th, it did kind of put the... It put the story first of, all right, why is a psychopath, you know, going on this rampage? It brings a very, uh, I guess, uh, high concept to it of making it easy for the uh, the concept of this of this giant killer to just go after you know these teenagers. It makes it easier to understand. It's a uh, a little bit shot like an independent softcore porn a little bit. I mean, it's not like super sexy, but I mean, the, you know, there are quote-unquote sexual scenes that, you know, kind of go a little bit more graphic in nature than not. And, um, yeah, I, uh, overall, I'm, I'm, I see the appeal of this type of movie, um, you know, grab your close one, cuddle up, and, you know, let's watch, you know, watch some fucking craziness. And it's not too much over the top that it's, you know, unbelievable, but it's still within the believability of, like, camp, uh, you know, obviously Camp Crystal Lake and all that, but uh, no you know, no pun intended, but um, I feel like it, it hits this nice equilibrium of like it feels a little bit realistic, but also hits this like slab of camp on there too. But um, anyways, um, yeah. I uh, aside from it being the uh, first independent film to secure this dis- type of distribution, um, you know, it's it's impressive to see something like uh, on such a low budget scale hit sixty, almost sixty million dollars plus plus. Uh, spawning all the sequels as well it's pretty crazy anyways let's get to the plot as usual the uh patreon members are going to get the full spoiler um review for this podcast of course uh thank you for listening watching look it up podcast i give this movie a 7 out of 10 it's a lot of fun to watch it's a little bit slower paced than the rest of your your more traditional horror um film slasher flicks but um once it gets going it's it's kind of interesting and fun just to see how it's it's kind of like a spook house thing kind of going on going through uh each one of these kind of kills plus um gotta love young kevin bacon of it all get some get some fresh bacon in there um anything else we need to discuss regarding the um 
plot. I think that's about it. Let's get into the plot of Friday the 13th. 